Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to Cracker Classics, weekly podcast in which Joshua and I take a classic movie, watch it, see if it sucks today, or has always sucked. And we're actually following through with one of our promises from earlier. Yay, we remembered. (laughs) Yay. This week, we're watching Yojimbo. So, um, in theory, this will be a repeat of last week's episode, but with a Kurosawa twist. Which probably means it's better, because Rashomon is still far and away the best of any Rashomon-type movie. Well, yes. Uh... I mean, it's Kurosawa. I (laughs) I don't know if he could have made crap. I don't think that was in his blood. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, Dreams was impossible (laughs) to understand, but it was still riveting. (laughs) still enjoyed it. So I I assume we know the story here. The village is under siege by marauding gang families. Two warring gangs. Dude shows up, inserts himself into the middle, lies to both sides, and comes out on top. With, um... A fistful of dollars? No. No. Damn it! I was thinking instead of guns, it's going to be... Swords. Yeah. Yeah, Probably. Yeah, change of location. And I would say fistful again, but we already did that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Money doesn't really show up in Kurosawa films, from what I recall. Hmm. It's just a non... That ought to make this interesting, then. It might be a thing in here. That was Joe's primary motivation. And fistful of dollars. Capitalism! <laughs> I know how to make money from this situation. I can rip off both sides and then they'll kill each other and I won't have to deal with them. And the village is just uh, an innocent bystander who gets nothing out of it. Except their freedom. Yeah. Freedom means a lot to the corpses. Right, right. <laughs> Hooray, capitalism! Uh, how many people were left, too? <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> The bell ringer and the bar owner, tavern owner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We might have a similar body count <laughs> here. I assume so. Yeah. It's Kurosawa. More spectacular deaths, though. I don't know. Maybe. Is, this, is, is this the one where the blood thing malfunctioned and we get the mad spray that became a thing? Mm, well, I have no idea. I can't remember which Kurosawa that is, but... Yeah, we'll have to look it up. I don't remember. We'll find out. Or we'll forget and never mention it again. It's mm-hmm. entirely possible, too. Welcome to our podcast. Hi! This is how we operate. This is Cracker Classic, so weekly... Po- wait. We did that. <laughs> we did that. We, built, we gotta... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> Structures for the professional podcasts. <laughs> the ones that make money off of their podcast. I was going to say, we've made how many episodes at this point? But yeah, we have one patron... Yeah! She's awesome. Thank you. But um, we're not making... We're, we're, we're not even making enough to cover costs, really. No, uh, yeah. Was... Hooray, capitalism! We're not here to make money. <laughs> no. And it shows. <laughs> be nice if we did, but... Uh, eh, whatever. Not gonna try that hard. <laughs> when I try hard to make money, I'd lose... Parts many, of myself. Many other things that matter yes. so much more than money. Maybe that shows up in this movie. The pursuit of things that are not your uh, what you really want to pursue, but you have to. And it kills you on the inside. I feel like a very Kurosawa concept. 
Well, I could also see it being like Yojimbo comes into town, sees what's going on, pits the warring factions against each other, so they kill each other and freeze the town without, like, he doesn't need to profit without off of money. it. It's just, I could see he sees that. a way to, I don't know, it's possible. I don't know. That's how Sergio Leone Americanized this was by putting money into it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, uh, I believe you, it. That's how you Americanize a lot of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's entirely possible. Uh, thank you, bottled water. Um, <laughs> God. Anyway, uh, should we get to this? Yeah, let's get started. See what sort of mad comparisons we'll make. Yeah, we'll be back with intermission impressions and maybe money. Definitely uh, swords, though. Yeah, most likely. Oh, this is already so much better than Oh yeah. Fistful of dollars. Even if Fistful of Dollars did pretty much directly rip it off. It did, but it didn't. Well, yeah. It did not it, lift the the substance no. to the movie. The meaning. Yeah. There, there's actual depth in here. Yeah. Yeah. All this shit means something. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get that in a fistful of dollars. No. Clint Eastwood was awesome, but yeah, there wasn't... He was awesome, but he was nothing. There was no foundation, and this has depth. It has foundation. Mm -hmm. The pylons reach the stone floor. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's at least some change that was made with uh, motive and action. Yeah. Uh, not in a good way in a fistful of dollars because it just became all well, about it. Well, I'll do this for lots and lots of money. It's it's American. You're not like, giving me enough money. I'll take it you myself. Don't, like the American perspective, all they saw in this was, oh, he's like leveraging these guys for money. It's not what he's doing at all. No. <laughs> I mean, he is, but that doesn't. The mean money anything. has nothing to do with why he's doing any of it. Mm-hmm. At all. <laughs> Given the fact he gave the money back at one point, he said, no, I'm not doing this. Here's your money back. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> What's more important than money? You're about to find out. Both sides. <laughs> that was so great. He gets both sides out in yeah. the high noon situation. And he Yelp. says, I'm not doing it. When he goes and climbs up to the, <laughs> the guard tower yeah. and just sits there and laughs at everyone. He just watches it all. Oh, so good. <laughs> uh. It's still very, very similar, but the way we're going about it here is so much more impactful. And you have all the people in the town, they're saying stuff like only swords can settle things now. And, yeah. you know, we've devolved into this barbaric way of doing things all surrounding money yeah because it's the gamblers who keep riling up the town both sides but then no one's actually making money because if everyone's fighting they're not actually doing the shit that makes the money yep which is another thing absent in a fistful of dollars (laughs) economy (laughs) who cares about economy when you're making money that was another issue in a fistful of dollars. They didn't really yeah. explain how they got the money. Yeah. They just had money. Well. 
They maybe wrapped a bank or something in a fistful of dollars. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. It wasn't impactful in in any way, shape, or form. Here we have a commodity, silk, that actually is the lifeblood of this town. Well, there's the other commodity, women. Uh, Well, yes. That's how the other guy got rich. I feel that came later after silk. Uh, The town was... Well established as a business. <laughs> Once the gamblers started to take over, like, you know, another way we could make money. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Just because it's the oldest profession in the book doesn't mean it always made money. Uh, it did predate that, money, you know. Kind of is exactly what it means. Mm. The oldest profession? Yeah. <laughs> but it still, pre- it still predates money. So it didn't make money until money existed. And then as soon as money existed, it started making money. Of course. So it's always made money as long as money's been around. As long as money's been around, yes. All right, all right. So you're trying... Okay, gotcha. I see what you're saying. So just, you know, wrapping my brain around the fact that there's so much surrounding money in a Kurosawa film. Yeah. That's quite a thing in here. Which, I mean, is fine. There's money in Japan. It makes sense in the context. Mm-hmm. It's... I mean, even then, it's still not as big a thing as it is in A Fistful of Dollars. Well, it's more being used to illustrate what exactly these warring factions care about. Mm-hmm. Winning and money. They don't care about the town. They don't care about the silk trade. They don't care about the trade I still feel saying that but mm. it I mean it's what it is the, the sex work care. the yeah. sex work it, that's not what they care about they care about winning and making money money and power yeah and here comes sound a, familiar right here comes the samurai going I actually have power in ways that you don't understand. Yep. <laughs> and no, I don't need your money and I don't want your money. You're going to learn. <laughs> Whether you want to or not. <laughs> yeah. There's almost this fun, like, in-your-face subtlety about it yep. in this movie. It's, yes. It's very good. <laughs> well, we have a restaurant owner, bartender guy... And a casket maker, and their neighbors. The casket maker's the only one making any money. And the restaurant owner's annoyed because the war is keeping the town from thriving like it should, as war does. But then Samurai shows up, and the guy in the restaurant kind of starts to make a little money. It's a little business. Yeah, because everyone's trying to... Buy for the favor of the samurai. Well, courting him. Yeah, yes. yeah. Which is, there's a grotesqueness there, how everyone's uh, yeah. sort of yeah. fawning over this guy. They all want a taste of the power, because they know he actually has it. Yeah. We're all just cosplaying at this point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then we get um, <laughs> Elvis... Um, I, yeah, I don't know what else to call him. He just he looks like the Elvis. Hair, like Elvis. I'm pretty sure he's related to the guy that was basically the CEO of the silk merchants business. 
that should have received the business, but instead the silk merchant passed it on to his good for nothing son. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I've gathered. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think that's what who he is. Yeah, just all of a sudden there's this guy with a gun who's in town and looks like Elvis. And mm-hmm, he thinks because he has a gun, he's got all the power. Yeah, sounds familiar. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> mm, uh, e- well. <laughs> There's a point to be had there, but it's still not <laughs> the most effective kind of power. No. Because it's the samurai who still actually has the most effective kind of power. Yep. Because he has no need. He does not desire the power. Yep. And he has been taught. He has the ability. He does not have the need. Mm-hmm. I can see why an American wouldn't understand this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I only sort of do. Why, when you try to translate it, it turns into a fistful of dollars. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if we do go in a similar direction in the ending here. Uh, I'm honestly having trouble remembering how fistful of dollars ended exactly. Pretty much everyone died and Clint Eastwood moved on. Uh, yeah, but I don't and, remember and he, the details. He took his money and left. That was yeah. about it. But there was also the whole thing with the kid and the. One oh, woman. Oh, right, right, right. Which that's yeah, not yeah. in here. Yeah, that's true. Was... Well, maybe that's coming up, because we just saw the woman who was kidnapped by uh, the one side, and apparently she means something to Elvis. Yeah, it seems like he's a sister or but, wife or something. Like, I don't recognize her. I don't know that we've seen her before, so I'm a little confused. At one point, there was mention about a purchase of some of the women, and I thought she was one of them. I missed even that, so... I got the vibe that there was... so disturbing to talk in these terms. Um, yeah. Like, there was a trade or some sort, and some of the women in the brothel were traded to the other side, but then they took her back, stole her back, or something. I'm a little lost I that. Yeah, I'm hoping we'll, uh, that'll be cleared up. Mm-hmm. But we were in the middle of a truce, weren't we? Truce. Oh, God. I, that that was... I never thought about it that way, that truce is actually paving the way for greater problems down the line. Oh, yeah. Armstice! Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any uh, sort of ceasefire is just <laughs> an excuse to regroup and go harder next time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Yojimbo is like, um, no, nah, we need to... We need to get shit going again, because otherwise it's just going to get way, way worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he locks across the drunks who killed the magistrate. Oh, yeah, they, um... I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. I had a metaphor going in my head about truce. Oh, uh, sorry, I interrupted it. That's okay. I was just going to compare it to a pot of soup. Put the lid on it, and then you don't watch it. And that's your oh, truce. And, and then it boils, it boils over. over. Yep, yep. Yeah. No, that's, that's good. I like that. Is. Yeah, yeah. It's putting a lid on the soup and expecting it to stop boiling. <laughs> yeah, expect it to be the same when you come back to it. Yeah. So I, I expect a more profound ending here than a fistful of dollars. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's all already been. We're barely. Ha- we're not even halfway through, and there's already been more substance than the entire oh, yeah. movie of fistful of dollars. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And just how yeah. we're approaching power in here, mm-hmm. where that 
leads to in here is going to be very, very interesting. Yeah. Once the people in the town realize that. (laughs) I don't know that they ever will. Uh, Based based on my long observation of humanity. (laughs) I'm up to 42 years now. I know that's not super long, but I've definitely noticed that uh, most people don't get it. Even if it slaps them in the face. Repeatedly. Mm -hmm. But there's still some people that do. Which is why we keep teaching. Yes. I'm just wondering the effects. (laughs) Who's going to actually be receptive to that? And who's going to completely be unaccepted? Unaccepting of it. I think the shopkeep's going to get it. Yeah, He's kind of cranky about the whole thing right now, but I think he's going to see what the samurai's been doing all along. And probably the coffin maker, too. I don't know about him. We haven't seen enough of him. That's I don't. True. I haven't gleaned much of his character. He seems as money-hungry as the rest of the town, so I don't know that he's going to learn anything. But in a very basic way. Like, he knows he has his business, and it makes him money, and that's it. Yeah. There's no desire for more or the urge to uh, cater the market for his own sake. Yeah, yeah. Which, you know, someone in the industry of death could very easily do. Mm. He doesn't do that. He's just sort of grateful that his business is booming right now. Yep. Despite the fact the rest of the town is suffering because of it. Yeah. We'll see if that... It has any effect on him as we go along. <laughs> I've been enjoying the severed arms and hands, though. Yeah, yeah. In a morbid way, of course. I love how it starts off with a dog running up with a hand in its mouth. It's just an amazing opener. <laughs> Tells you all you need to know about Everything. the town. <laughs> if I showed up in a town new, didn't know what was going on, and I saw that, I would understand what's going on in town. Right? <laughs> I also really love the actual opening, which is just Yojimbo coming to a crossroads and taking his stick, throwing it up in the air, and taking the path the stick pointed to. Mm-hmm. I love that sort of shit. Yeah, so. Leave it up to fate. <laughs> You're always exactly where you need to be, and fate will point the way. Yeah. And who knows, those other directions, you may have come across the same thing. It's entirely possible. But you're not going to know. It doesn't matter. You went true. the right way. Very true. <laughs> well, shall we go finish? I think we shall. I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out. Yeah. You'll be back for a curtain call and more substance. <laughs> Better than dollars. Oh, God, yes. Please, thank you. <laughs>So much about Fistful of Dollars makes so much more sense now. <laughs> In fact, you had to watch the original to figure that out as proof that a Fistful of Dollars is not that effective. Of a no, movie. no, I'm mm-hmm. so much more disappointed in it now. Yeah, but delighted at this. Oh, God, yes. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've My whole... Um spiel on power dynamics and stuff sort of goes out the window since the ending is basically the same <sighs> I, I may want to discuss that a little bit yes um please do i mean we end the same the one gang 
kills off the other gang. Yeah. And then the bodyguard comes in and kills off that gang and leaves. Pretty much, yeah. With no okay. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had, he didn't run off with any money that I'm aware of because he gave... All his money to the... Yeah. Because we had the child and the, the mother. Well, he doesn't need money, though, and that's the big difference mm-hmm. in the endings. True. But there's still a power vacuum left in this town since both sides fighting for power are gone and the only guy who actually had legitimate power said, Peace, I'm out of here. It's going to be quiet in your town now. Well. So I don't know what that means for my theory of him having the real power and they're all dead now. Did they really find out? Well, real power is not the power of rule. But did anyone find that out? The shop owner. Well, that's true. And then casket maker. Maybe. He's still a little funny. (laughs) Yeah, he's still not all that big in here. Especially since he ran off with the whole carrying the casket. He's a little bit less of a deal than... I'm glad that was still in here. Yeah. Well, I need to run away for a minute and recoup. Put me in a coffin. Carry me away while they burn half the town down. Well, that was... It makes more sense in this. Mm Mm-hmm. And the whole him watching the carnage from the coffin makes more makes sense. so much more sense yes. in this. I did not get it at all in Fistful of Dollars. No. <laughs> and the whole other side, they didn't entirely surrender 10 yeah, seconds into... There was, there was some fighting back that occurred, which was nice. And then the main guy was like, all right, fine, you win. I surrender, it's all yours. And then they kill him anyways out of yeah. cold blood because... That's what they were going to do to me all the whole way through. Yeah. But there's that added dynamic of the kids, not just the little kid, but the the, the older guy, too, who it was more malicious in here. It gave more oomph to what the bodyguard wanted to do. Yes. So it was more effective. And we had a willful idiot. I loved him. He was great. (laughs) Coffee yeah. maker ran off because he was scared. Can you help me carry this dead guy in the cemetery? <laughs> what, what, are you afraid of a dead body? You know, there's ghosts in the cemetery. <laughs> but if you're brave, you won't see the ghosts. <laughs> almost, All right, I'll help you carry him. Guess what? Wanted I'm going to gonna help you bury him, too. Uh, weren't you, are you finding uh, a looking guy? for somebody? Oh, yeah, shit! <laughs> I kind of wish he didn't die in the end. Yeah. It's just been fun. Yeah. Elvis's death was a little drawn out, though. I didn't need it to be that dramatic. I don't know. I was kind of all right with it. The bit with the gun. I liked that. Oh, I'm reaching for my gun. Yeah. You know, he takes and he says, oh, don't worry. I fired all my bullets. It's empty. So he just gives it to him and up. I'm going to cock this gun again, because I lied to you, because that's exactly the kind of person I am. Yep. Moron. And he should have just died right then. But he had to tell him he'd see him in hell. I didn't need that. But he did. I, apparently. <laughs> Which does, again, fit his whole yeah. thing throughout here. Elvis with the gun thing, yeah. I'm the hot yeah. shot, I'm top shit here. I get to have the last word, so I'll see you in hell. Uh, yeah. So much better. So much better. There's a great line, though, about one of the, the younger guys in the gang. He's coming after him, 
in the final showdown. And he's like, no, no, mommy, mommy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. some guys go home to your mother and live a long life eating gruel. Yep. Call back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. Because if you didn't go out into the world searching for glory that you didn't really understand what you were getting yourself into, you could have just stayed home with mom. Long life. Yeah, simple life, eating gruel or whatever, but you lived a long life with mom. Yep. So why don't you just go guy? do that? Then maybe I was I was trying to figure that I wasn't out. Wasn't quite sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that I thought that guy left town completely. I couldn't remember. And I wasn't sure if he'd come back or not. I don't know. He might have though, and that would have made sense. Yeah. But either way, I I just loved that line. Yeah, children shouldn't play with swords. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And it's just uh, the, the meat of that line, you know, sometimes you go out into the world thinking you know exactly what the world is like and the fruit of your labor is that you're going to grit. If I go but, kill people, I'm going to get good food and nice soft bed and stuff. And lots and lots of women. Yep. And I will gamble and make millions and millions and then I'll get even more women and <laughs> I've got it all figured out. And then yep. it doesn't go that way because life and maybe you were just better off. Sticking to your humble beginnings. Well, the pisser is that occasionally it does go that way, which is why we still have that problem. Because it could happen to me. Huh? It could happen to me. It could, because it happens to someone. Mm -hmm. Someone gets incredibly lucky and all the holes in the Swiss cheese line up and yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Good luck with that, I guess. I guess. I don't know. That's sort of touched on in here about pushing your luck and how really you're not lucky even if you do seem to be lucky for a time it's not gonna last yeah yeah even when it comes down to stuff like business all of a sudden the silk merchants silks were on fire all the sake was just draining out of the barrels (laughs) their luck was running out and that was more legitimate luck well they were still gamblers, though. Like, that was part of the whole thing. There is that little moral in here of how the economy is just gambling. Mostly, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's in here. It's subtle, but it's in here. Well, business for profit is gambling. But yeah, business for survival is less of a gamble. I mean, life mutual is a gamble. Mutual aid, man. It's all about mutual aid. Mm-hmm. Really, life is just a gamble. If you do what you're good at and you share and other people share what they're good at, we have enough for everyone. Mm -hmm. Then we'll be fine. when you start insisting on making more than someone else. And you think... Or your skill is more valuable, mm -hmm. more important. And you think you're entitled to more. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's Kurosawa talked about money more often. Yeah, yeah. It was very, very good. (laughs) This may very well be my favorite Kurosawa so far. It's rivaling Rashomon in my brain. Yeah. There's more here that still feels relevant today. I mean, yeah, Rashomon is all just about perspective and the truth and stuff. They're they're both relevant for today, but... In the crumbling economic situation that we (laughs) find ourselves in in the Western world right now... This just hits a little closer to home. Mm -hmm. Instead of the silk merchant and the brothel owner, we've got the Republicans and the Democrats. We've got the stockbroker and the oil magnate. 
Uh, whatever. Yeah. We've got a couple more factions, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's more complex and fucked up yeah. now than then. Because we... I've had too many truces. <laughs> yes. There are way mergers, too many lids. Baby, have way too many pots of soup right now. And we just decided to make another pot of soup and put a lid on that. And I think we've run out of burners at this point. I don't know. We keep finding new ones. <laughs> oh, lordy. The whole child mom thing in here, it's, it's so little. Yeah, it's here. so much less of the story. Mm -hmm. Like that kid was in there for all of five minutes. Yeah, whereas it was like the whole underpinning of Fistful of Dollars, pretty mm -hmm. much. But it, again, makes more sense in here because in Fistful yeah. of Dollars, it was just sort of blown up into this big thing, whereas... That it didn't need to be. Yeah, and yeah. here it's just one thing of many that Yojimbo does. Yeah. And it's not the main thing that he does. The main thing that he does in here is what is right. And that's the point. Kill people who need killing. Well, <laughs> yeah. There I know what's that. right. Yeah, yeah. As pacifist as I may wish to be, <laughs> there's an aspect of killing people who need killing that really appeals to me. Mm -hmm. I, I agree. <laughs> there, there's definitely times when it's, <laughs> it's kind of justified. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a slippery slope because we all have opinions as to who needs killing. Yeah, what's the justification? But at the same time, <sighs> yeah, that's a thing of our existence. Yes, falls into the same vein as the paradox of tolerance for me. Kind of. Though that's an open shut case for me. I, I mean, yeah, but I you mean, you cannot tolerate the intolerant. I absolutely period. agree, but that's yeah, it's a little squickier, but I think it's pretty much the same. Like, I'm not for using violence to solve problems. There's some problems that need to be solved with violence. Mm -hmm. uh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a very paradoxical thing, but. It's life. There is a lot of paradoxes. And yeah. Many of them we just sort of yeah. have grown to accept. <laughs> and others we sort of refuse to confront. <laughs> Which is why Kurosawa still hits. <sighs> timeless. Deeply. He's timeless. Oh, yeah. Just These are things oh. that we've dealt with for millennia, probably, and will continue to, I would imagine. Yep. Given our track record as a species. <laughs> <laughs> Few of us figure it out. They're the lucky ones that don't have to come back. Uh, yeah. <sighs> I think that pretty much covers it, though. I think so. Um, it's full of dollars. Not bad. It's fine. Yojimbo? Fucking great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they both have things to take away. They both have value. Yes. Just different kinds of value. Yes. Which is sort of fascinating to think about, because it's the same story, almost copy-paste. Uh, yeah. This, I, mean, I mean, there's, yeah, there's a much. lot of copy-paste. Some things are made bigger, and some things are almost completely ignored. Swept under the rug. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, which is Put why... Put a sack of money. Which is why Yojimbo's better. Mm-hmm. It just... <laughs> it did not avoid those squicky topics. No. I had more questions at the end of A Festival of Dollars. Yeah. This was much better at elucidating the underlying morality to the tale. Mainly that uh, there is no morality if you wish to uh, seek fame and power. Speaking of, we need money. Yes, this is not Yojimbo. We could use some money. Um... <laughs> we we are not free from that tether yet. If you would like to support us, uh, go to patreon.com slash crackerclassics. We have a Twitter as well, allegedly, at crackerclassic. Uh, we got a website, crackerclassics.com. Indeed. Check it out. And hit us up on our Gmail if you want. We will respond. Can't make promises that. Well, probably. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining. We'll see you next week. Bye.